0: Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Judges. We're still in chapter 12, looking at verses 4 through 7 in the New King James Version. The men of Gilead defeated Ephraim. Remember, Ephraim picked the fight. They were upset that um, Jephthah didn't invite them to the battle against Ammon. So they threatened him. He tried to reason with them. They wouldn't hear of it. So they wanted to fight. He fight they got. Apparently, Ephraim was better at talking about fighting than fighting. And we've seen people like that. Because the men of Gilead seemed to conquer them easily. But let's listen to the biblical account, starting at verse 4 of chapter 12 of Judges. Now Jephthah gathered together all the men of Gilead and fought against Ephraim. And the men of Gilead defeated Ephraim, because they said, You Gileadites are fugitives from Ephraim among the Ephraimites and among the uh, Manassites. The Gileadites seized the fords of the Jordan before the Ephraimites arrived. And when any Ephraimite who escaped said, let me cross over, the men of Gilead would say to him, are you an Ephraimite? If he said no, then they would say to him, then say Shibboleth, and he would say Sibboleth for he could not pronounce it right. Then they would take him and kill him at the fords of the Jordan. There fell at that time 42,000 Ephraimites. And Jephthah judged Israel six years. Then Jephthah the Gileadite died and was buried among the cities of Gilead. Again, Judges chapter 12, verses 4 through 7, read from the New King James Version. I'll be back to share insights and close with prayer. Hi, I'm the host of Five Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thank you for listening. If you don't mind, go ahead and like and follow. Five Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. You can also hear my podcast. Almost everywhere podcasts are heard. Again, Judges chapter 12, verses 4 through 7 in the New King James Version. Jephthah tried to avoid a battle with his uh, kin. His cousins, <laughs> so to speak. So, when he gave his answer, uh, they did not want to listen. And he didn't have a soft answer as Gideon did. But uh, his answer did not turn away their wrath. He took care both to defend himself from their fury and to chastise their insolence with the sword by virtue of his authority. As Israel's judge, the tribe of Ephraim had not only quarreled with Jephthah, but uh, when his neighbors and friends appeared to take his side, they abused them also. They said in scorn, You uh, men of Gilead that dwell on the other side of Jordan, you're nothing but fugitives of Ephraim. The scum and dregs of the tribes of Joseph, of which Ephraim is the chief. You are refuge of the family, and um, you can't be accounted among us, nor among the tribe of Manasseh. Who cares for you? All of your neighbors know that you are no better than fugitives and vagabonds. You've separated yourself from your brethren, and you've been driven into a corner. So the men of uh, the, of Gilead are were true Israelites, just as the other tribes, as any other. And at this time, you know, it seemed that because of their choice of Jephthah, and because of the war with Ammon, all of the families of Israel were uh, of, especially of the tribe of of Gilead, were unjustly called. Um, fugitives, mainly because they didn't call Ephraim for help, Ephraim accused the men of Ephraim accused the men of Gilead of being renegades and being disloyal Ephraimites. This ac- 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 can say the word accusation carries an air of superior uh supremacy. And we have seen that, you know, in family struggles, in uh, church struggles, in business struggles, where you have those who feel that they're superior because maybe they're the eldest, or maybe they have the most seniority, or whatever the reason, and they look down their nose at those who they feel don't, you know, belong in their circle. Ephraim, as the leading tribe in the region, expected the other tribes to do as they were told. They intentionally cast Jephthah's refusal as disloyal to to a superior, being them, being Ephraim. The Gileadites, who perhaps were better acquainted with the passage of Jordan than the Ephraimites, where they secured it with strong guards who were ordered to slay every Ephraimite that uh, wanted to pass the river. Then they would say to them, say the word shibboleth. The word shibboleth means either ear of grain or flowing stream. With this word, the people of the tribe of Ephraim were easily identified by their dialect. They had a hard time pronouncing the H in Shibboleth and said Sibboleth instead, uh, therefore giving themselves away. And as I think about, uh, I live in a town, we have a lot of uh, Vietnamese, we have a lot of Hispanic speaking uh, uh, citizens and trying to pronounce um, a lot of things. The R can't make my R's roll for nothing. Just trying to pronounce some of the uh, cognate words can even be a problem. They're the same in English and Spanish, but they still can be a problem for us. So I can imagine. And they also used the example of Peter. The uh, at you know they knew who he was by his dialect. But anyway, Jephthah died. He judged Israel six years and died. Perhaps the death of his daughter sunk him so that he never looked up afterwards, but it shortened his days, and he went to his grave mourning. Let's pray. Father, we thank you as we study your word. One of the commentaries said that um, people should know a Christian by the way we talk. When they listen to us speak about the Bible, they should know that, you know, we have a relationship with Christ. As we talk about Jesus, they should be able to listen and learn something about our Savior from the way we talk. And so many people don't even have to listen to us. They listen to, they see how we walk. You know, what are we doing as uh, an example to uplift the cause of Christ? So we need to keep that in mind. Um, We should be um, careful, definitely, of our walk and our talk in front of the world that's looking for an answer. Father, as we always do, we're praying for those who need you in a special way. We, th- we are thankful that you are God. We're thankful that even as we um, have to study lessons about war, we're praying for the Ukrainians. As we hear of little victories, we thank you for that, Father. We thank you for the glimmers of hope that you give them. Even if we can't understand God, they I'm sure they don't either. But those, they are, I mean, they're they are an example of perseverance, of not giving up. And we thank you for that picture. And a picture of faith and in, um, in trust in you. And we thank you for that also. Father, we're praying for those who need you for other special needs. You know what the needs are. And now is the time they can... Um, tell you what their needs are and as we tell you our needs God we stop also and praise you and thank you in the name of Jesus amen thank you for spending time in God's word with me be blessed